This is your Culture Tuesday for today, the 3rd of October. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am looking forward to sharing with you a little bit of an inside look at the upcoming release of the film The Miracle Club. And it is not what you would expect. No, 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 no. Let me give you a little review, a little uh, background of what happens in the film. And then let's open it up a bit and think about how what this film would be appropriate for uh, for age, for in your discernment process of your life, and if you have been to Lords or if you have not. So let's first talk about what the film is. So it takes place in 1967 in Balligar, Ireland. Balligar, Ireland. Full disclosure, I've never been to Balligar, Ireland. So... But that's all right. I've also, I didn't live in 1967 either. So right off the bat, I fell in love with the costumes. But let's continue on. Let me give you more background on the story. So it's a hard, uh, there's a community, it's outer Dublin. And there's a community that marches to its own beat. They're rooted in traditions of loyalty, faith and togetherness. But there is this one dream that the women of Valigar have, and that is to go to Lourdes. Now, the dreams and the reasons behind going to Lourdes differs for each of our main characters, but they each desperately want to go and be at the feet of Our Lady of Lourdes and bathe in the baths. Now, (laughs) <laughs> there is a priest involved. Uh, he's he's a yeah, he's a bit of a cheeky priest, um, and then there is also a woman. Ooh, a woman that returns home to Baligar after being away for many years, like twenty or something years. It's a long, long time, long time that she's been away from her family, from this community. And from these women, their friends, Lily, Eileen and Dolly uh, are trying to win, trying their luck to win tickets to a once in a lifetime trip to Lourdes. It's a lovely scene of parish life and it really is lovely. So the women, one of them, uh, so... Uh, one of them is played by Maggie Smith. Another is Kathy Bates. And then there's another young uh, f- new face to the screen. These three women decide to put on... Their, it's a variety show. And the winner gets the tickets to Lords. So the women have this lovely song that they sing, kind of a doo-woppy kind of a thing. And in these scenes, you see all the different parish life that used to be so prevalent especially in Ireland. You've got the young boy singing. You've got the children playing their instruments. You've got the gentlemen doing some performance. All of these as people gather together sharing cups of tea and lovely biscuits and whatnot. Second place for this. You've got first place, tickets to Lords. Second place is a really large ham. I I giggled so much at this because it just brought back huge memories of my youth. Again, uh, my youth is basically the 80s in, in 
Georgia, in America, far away from Ireland. And, and years later than when this film takes place in the 60s. But it's we still had similar parish events, little talent shows, uh, little ways of prizes being <laughs> a large ham. Oh, my mother would have put in all, took out all the stops to win that second place of ham. Anyway, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they end up with, uh, they end up getting tickets to go to Lords. Now, there is that woman, that mysterious woman, played by Laura Linney, who is returns home because her mother has passed away. She had moved to America. Ooh, I won't share why. It's part of the film and the mysteriousness. But she returns back, and let's say there is some beef. The second prize is ham, but there is some beef between Laura Linney's character, the returning woman, to the other women in the town. Maggie Smith plays, uh, so one of the three main women, she plays uh, the older patriarchal woman. Uh, she Is she the mother? No. Is she the aunt? I think she's the aunt. She's the aunt of the character of Kathy Bates's character. So you've got Auntie Maggie Smith, Kathy Bates, and then this young woman uh, who has a son. Now the reason that this young woman wants to go to Lords is because her son is chosen mute, we think. Uh, he doesn't speak. Uh, there's no... The film does not go into the nitty-gritty of any kind of diagnoses or medical terms, which I found very refreshing <laughs> uh, when I was watching it in the evening. I did watch it with my son, my 11-year-old... He's not 11 yet. Almost 11. My 10-year-old son, Rowan, and I watched this film. And um, that was nice, too, because he, he could understand everything. So the women, off to Lords they go, and this, the the disgraced woman, Laura Linney from America, she comes along as well. They get there along, they take the bus, the coach, from Dublin all the way to Lords, and the priest, of course, comes along. When they get there, they have to, they stay in this lovely hotel, and it's a, it's a lovely hotel, but it's not too fancy. But because the women come from like a rural, not a rural, but like an outskirts of Dublin town, anything can be fancy. Well, not anything, but a person helping you carry your bags to your room. That is fancy. So they enjoy that. Then they go off to the grotto and they, they walk along. They see where Mary appeared. Uh, there's some discussion there. Now, there's already these seeds of doubt. I think you, my dear friend that is listening, you could already guess that American, I don't know why I just became American, that American disgraced woman that had left for so many years, she's going to have doubts about this whole Lord's experience. And you kind of get that feeling. Yeah, she's like, well, can miracles happen? What is this? I, Father, da, 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 da. But she's gone there on her own fruition, on her own money. She's gone there. So who knows? The other women are very excited. They're looking around. They're very distracted, actually, because they're there in the presence of the grotto of where Mary appeared to little St. Bernadette. But all they're thinking about is gossiping behind the back of disgraced American woman. And also uh, just talking about their worries. They're so, they become so inside themselves about how they want things to be, what cures, what miracles they're hoping for from Lords. Then we move into the baths area. 
I have never been to Lords, my dear friends, but my goodness, I perked up. So did my son. He said, do you, you take baths in Lords? We don't take baths when we go to Walsingham. <laughs> we don't. Well, that's not so true. There's a creek in Walsingham that many of you may know, and my sons have not bathed, but they've gotten fully wet and, and all the way up to the shoulders <laughs> in that creek. So they have a similar experience. But he was fascinated. And it was really like, I don't know if this is really how it is in Lords, But as a person that's never been there, Rowan and I were both like, whoa, there's some funny bits about the baths. But it it was nice to see from my interested self, like, oh, what is what happens? How do you do in the baths? If anyone watches this and or... Anyway, you're very welcome to inform us later, especially me. Oh, this is actually how the baths are in Lourdes. Oh, there's some really lovely little funny moments in there. Well, it ends up happening that everything starts going sour. I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Do, are there miracles? Oh, there definitely are miracles. Perhaps not the ones you're expecting, though. Are there healings? Do, does the, do they walk again? You'll have to watch the film to see. Through the film, you see the women, the four different women in their time of life, old, very old age, uh, a mother of six children, I think Kathy Bates' character has, a mother to two children, uh, very young children, one that has a disability, and this other outcast woman. And you see how together... And their encounters with each other can change who they are, their situations, and what miracles can come from that. They all return home. Again, I'm not going to say if they're full of joy, hallelujahs, rise and shine. No, no, I'm not going to tell you that. But they return home and the ending, well, me and my son definitely gave each other a hug because of the good feelings you have at the end of the film. So that is the story of the Miracle Club. Very interesting, right? Right? Uh, I'm going to share with you that there were lots of out loud laughs. There was some very big confusion from my son. I'll go into that after our music break. Uh, And... I will say I absolutely love the costumes. I love the set. I love all the period stuff. The music, the composition was really nice as well. And the ladies did a great job. I had to put the subtitles on, though, uh, because there was, <laughs> there was a lot of hard Irish accents that I, I what, what did he say? What, what did she say? What did she say? Ah. Anyway, so uh, and m- the acting was was very nice, very nice, very nice. Nothing needed more from there. But stay tuned as we go a little bit deeper into is this film appropriate for what ages? Is this film appropriate for people that have never been to Lords, Or for those that are diehard Lords fans? Stay tuned and we'll learn more.
Culture Tuesday on Radio Maria. I'm Helena and today I'm reviewing the film The Miracle Club, which takes place in Ireland, 1967. It does take place also in Lourdes, France, following a group of four women and the parish priest over on this pilgrimage to Lourdes. Before the break, I shared a bit with you. Well, I shared a lot about the storyline and the plot. I didn't give away too much, I think. There is mystery. Why don't the ladies like the American lady? What is it about the American lady that that went wrong? What happened between the aunt and the daughter, uh, the aunt and the niece? What is going to happen with this young woman's son that refuses to speak? Will a miracle occur on their pilgrimage? If that's not selling the film to you, I don't know how else to do it. Like I said, the acting is pretty good. The, the, well, pretty good. I liked it a lot. I, 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 it, was, it was very satisfactory. Nothing blew me out of the water, really. But it was very nice. Nothing. It was, it was tame and lovely. There's a lot of laughs in it. The costumes are beautiful. But let me tell you a little bit more about the background of this film, which is really interesting. Apparently, it took about 20 years to get this film made. Maggie Maggie Smith joined on right away. She said, I want to do this film. Uh, But because of financial difficulties, rewrites, things like that, the film just took forever to make. Well, to even start being made. It started being uh, filmed and everything post-COVID and with a very small budget. Uh, The critical Helena watched the film not knowing that they had a small budget but kept thinking is that stock footage of lords is that stock footage of lords i think yes yes so they weren't able to actually film at the grotto or in the baths and i'm pretty sure they maybe used a drone or just borrowed stock footage from um from the uh, Basilica at Lourdes for the outside shots and it was a bit like mm, uh, but that's just me maybe other people won't notice that they had to recreate the grotto and the baths in uh, Ireland where they filmed there I'd never been to Lourdes I will say that again so uh, I-, I couldn't tell if they did a good job on that or not I, I- I bought into it. I didn't know. I thought when I watched it the first time, I said, oh, there you go. That's what it looks like. And I did say, oh, I'd like to go. Some background as well on Helena. So I have been able to have the beautiful privilege of speaking to many people that have traveled to Lourdes. Many people. Our president, Dr. Charles Wilson, huge fans. My parish priest, Father Simon Blakesley, he leads the area of the association or something or another <laughs> to Lords every year. He goes back every year and every year comes back beaming. It's full of joy. Uh, just talking about Lords, people will light up. In many dioceses in this country, there is a Lords association just over near here in our studio. I guess it's about a 15 minute cycle ride, maybe a 10 minute drive, is Our Lady of Lords Parish in Sauston. England loves lords. So does Ireland, apparently. So I've gotten this experience, but I've never been and I will go. My son Rowan hasn't had so much. He hasn't gotten to hear those testimonies and everything. But both of us watching this film. Well, he he watched the film and he he said, let's go, mommy. When are we going to Lords? So I think that gives you a thumbs up. 
for younger audiences. Like, oh, this is going to be a, uh, an okay film for the, the kids to see. That said, let's keep going with, is it okay for families to watch this film? Uh, I believe it, it, it is a older... It's not... There's no sex. There's no drugs. Uh, the ladies <laughs> drink a little bit too much wine at one point. Uh, but there's nothing scandalous like that. I believe the language also is very tame. There is one topic around abortion that comes up in the film. And my son, it, it, the word abortion, I, if I remember right, was not said at all. But my son was very confused about what these women were talking about. And at, well, I, I paused the film. And I said, darling, do you know what they're talking about? He says, I don't understand. Why would she take a really, really cold bath? Or why would she take a really, really hot bath? Why would she do that? Wouldn't that make her sick, mommy? And so at that point, now my son is almost 11, a month away, I had the discussion. I had, I told him that these women, their stories are that they're tried to murder their child, the baby inside them. And he said, but mommy, why would they need to do that? Why? Why would they want to do that? I said, well, what have you been seeing in the film? What reasons did those women have? And he said, it doesn't matter. Look how sad they are now. I think they, they feel really bad about what they did. And I said, they, I think they do. Do you think they felt bad when they did it as well? And he said, yeah, yeah, that one woman was very sad. I said, yeah. He said, well, why did anyone help take care of them? Why didn't they get help? And I explained that back in the 60s, that things, times were different, support for women were different for these types of situations. And I shared with him that even today, there are times and that we live in a world where supporting a woman that is in a situation where the birth of a child is not a joy, is not a gift, or that's how she sees it can lead her to being so desperate to do such things. And there's still, still, still this world needs to work on how to support those women and how to support those women if they have an abortion as well, darling. If they end up killing their child, murdering their child, the support is not there to support them either. Still in this world. I shared with him how Oh, do you remember when we went to that festival and you met Rachel, <laughs> that lady with pink hair from Rachel's Vineyard? He said, yeah, yeah, she was very funny. I said, yeah, she helps women so that they don't grow older to be sad and to have such, such awful experiences. Now, they may be sad for the rest of their lives for the decisions they made, but people like Rachel and the communities that help support these women are doing God's good work. In a way, they're continuing to do what our mother Mary does to people when they visit Lords. Comfort and showing them Lord, the Lord. Pointing to Jesus. Directing them towards Jesus and his love, his grace, his mercy. So we unpaused the movie and we kept watching. So there's that. 
so I will let you parents decide how old your children. I think, I think maybe definitely 13 year confirmation kids. I think would this would be 12, 13 year olds. I think anything and above. Now the question goes is what about people that have been, and Helena, you've never been to Lords. Is this a film for people that have never been to Lords? I feel like I kind of answered that with, well, I definitely, I, I've always wanted to go though. I told you. People share their joy and their amazement. And I want to go. I want to go. But watching the film, uh, a lot of the storytelling was based around the women and the situations oh, and their families as well. The story of St. Bernadette was briefly shared. The miracles. Uh, there's one line that did make me laugh at first. Uh... One of the characters asks, how many miracles have happened here? And the nurse says, oh, uh, 68. She says, oh, 68 today. That's amazing. And the woman says, no, no, no. 68 since Mary showed herself. And at this point, I think it was Maggie Smith. She goes, in all this time, only 68 out of thousands and thousands of people that have visited, only 68. So it's at this point where I never thought about this, is there's going to be those people that are so disappointed or, or feel disillusioned or feel cheated when they go to Lourdes. I, it, so that was really interesting for me to see. But there was none of the, none of the, the love of the Lord there was none of that encounters with the Eucharist. There was no, there was, there was a small scene about confession, but it wasn't with the priest. It was just the women together, um, which I thought was lovely. But I feel like there was no Lord, Lord, the Lord. Mary was not a part of any of these things. It was very humanist in a way where they depended on each other. But perhaps in a way, this was the Holy Spirit moving through them. I, I think you could sell it that way. But I did feel a bit cheated that all these amazing stories that I've heard, these experiences, they're not miracles. I don't hear the miracles. I just hear about, oh, it was my encounter. It was the mass. It was the candlelight procession. It was the international masses. It was my turn to serve others that really made Lords Beautiful. That wasn't part of the film. It was very much based on these four women that perhaps don't have as deep of a faith as the people that I've spoken to about Lords has. It did have a, a nice ending. It did my, myself and my son want, are looking forward to going to Lords when we can. But I think that said, for anyone that finds Lords so precious, so beautiful, so wonderful, because of the faith aspect. I think you might find yourself a bit unsatisfied with this film. If you like a good story, a good character story, yeah, this was lovely. A few laughs, yeah. A feel good, a few feel good moments, yeah, yeah, that'll do it. Lovely costumes, yeah, come watch this film. But if you long for more deeper faith, searching, connection, encounters with Jesus, encounters with Mary, the faith building you up, 
this isn't that type of film. No, no, no. It is only an hour and a half long as well, which I find as a positive. But if you are in need of the the amazing power that is there at Lords, or at least that I've heard from lots of people, perhaps go and watch a different film. Maybe one about St. Bernadette or one of the amazing films that the HCPT group create or your diocese might create. Go online. You can visit Lords online, live stream the mass there. They do it in so many different languages. My dear friend Christina has just returned from Lords, and she literally took her phone and um, recorded a singing procession. And you could feel the love and the joy in her. And, and it filled me as well. The Miracle Club doesn't create that miracle. It does show the miracles that we can find when we speak to one another and forgive one another. Or when we step a little bit out of our comfort zone and take a journey. But it's missing. It's missing that beauty. That wonderful. That wonderfulness that I think you find in Lords. That wonderfulness, that beauty that I'm looking forward to when I go on my pilgrimage to Lourdes. And uh, Rowan's going to come along. And perhaps you'll come along with me as well. Perhaps I'll be on your diocese trip. Perhaps I'll be with your troop HCPT to Lourdes. So that's my review for it starts. It opens up in cinemas in the UK around the 13th of October, 13th of October. So check your local listings first times uh check ratings to see if uh if it's appropriate for your age uh the or the age of the people you're taking with you and yeah duke uh yeah that's that is it let's end with a prayer though there are so many beautiful prayers uh but let's end it with one of the ones for our lady of lords now this is part of the novena to our lady of lords Our Lady of Lords, Mother of Christ, you had influence with your divine Son while upon earth. You have the same influence now in heaven. Pray for us. Obtain for us from your divine Son our special requests, if it be the divine will. Keep safe those pilgrims. Keep safe those that pilgrim from just in their hearts and in their minds, coming to be at your feet so that you can take our intentions to your beautiful, smiling son, Jesus. Amen. Our Lady of Lords, pray for us. St. Bernadette, pray for us. Amen. <laughs>